You're listening to Playback. I'm your host. Wait, that's not how this goes. <laughs> Please keep it. <laughs> just, just go from here. It's great. You're listening to Playback, a Variety iHeartRadio podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor, Chris Tapley, and I will keep that. Very nice. Screw that was it. nice, yeah. Uh, we ditched the famous people for today. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> I'm here with Janelle Riley, Variety's deputy awards and features editor. Good morning. I was not planning on, I was actually kind of hoping to sleep through the Oscar nominations this morning because I'm sick, if you can't hear. Um, but my body just naturally woke me up at 5.15. Yeah, it's something in the blood. It really is. Every year I feel like this happens. Uh, so, here we are. A yeah. couple of hours after the fact, Oscar nominations this morning. Um, people keep saying, you know, what, do you, what, what, are your, what are your quick thoughts? What do you have to say? And I'm just like, I don't know. It's weird because I think, and I'm kind of working my way through the article that will go in the magazine this week, but like... Just using us as your testing yeah, pad. Yeah, yeah, sure. you know, bouncing things off. It feels <laughs> like... Uh, like an illustration of a group of people in flux. Oh, is what absolutely. it feels like. Is yeah. it, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but the yeah, old I mean, rules do not apply. You've got like you've got your prestige Oscar bait, old fashioned Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody kind of stuff. You've got three cinematography nominees from foreign films, two directing nominees for foreign films. Spike Lee's finally a Best Director nominee. So crazy that this is his first yeah, director totally. and picture nomination? Yes. I believe? Yes. Wow. That's insane. I mean, if you want to play the overdue narrative, I don't know that anyone's more overdue than him. Absolutely. So, you know, with all of that, I mean, it's just, it, it feels a little schizophrenic or something to me, and it's just indicative of the fact that this is a, an organization that's adding upwards of 900 new members every year at this point. Mm-hmm. So things are going to start changing while at the same time maintaining a sense of old and you know I, it's 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 kind of interesting and I, I said this morning I was like I, I keep staring at these nominations and I'm just fascinated by yeah, them yeah and we're coming in you know a couple days after Green Book winning PGA yeah which I did not predict or expect um, right. it didn't come out of the blue I mean there were some people who said it would happen but I thought it was a Roma Star is Born showdown with maybe Black Landsman yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And while I was there, I actually started to wonder about Black Panther because there was a really? lot of love in the room. Yeah. Kevin Feige won uh, one of their awards. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Richard Donner and Lauren Schuler Donner presented the final award. Kevin started his career with them. So I was like, oh, this is going to be it. And then it was Green Book. Wow. So who, who knew? But uh, I kind of thought that made it the front runner instantly. I mean, it does. I, people, you know, it's so funny that people will put stock in, like, the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. We've repeatedly said there's no overlap. There no. is overlap with the PGA. Yep. I mean, it's it's for real. As well as the way, you know, they use this preferential ballot that the Oscars Which I'm use so as well. against. I don't know if you have strong feelings about it. I want them to go back to five. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, I'm, me I'm too. so over no. all of this. But we are so old. At the same time, I say that, but... Black Panther's probably not a Best Picture nominee without this expansion. You're right. You're right. Uh, and, and I think that would have been a shit show had that not been nominated, and rightly so. But let's look at some of these. I mean, eight Best Picture nominees, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice, with Roma and The Favorite leading yeah, overall nominations. Yeah, how about that for The Favorite? Ten apiece. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, when the nom- when they first did the nominations, the very first category up was supporting actress, mm-hmm. and everyone was saying if one of the Roma actresses gets in, we'll know the love is real. Mm-hmm. And when they named Marina de Tavera, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's that was it's big. real. I mean, the biggest 
I surprise think we're inclusion. Her all along, were you but... really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Well, early on it was like, yeah, but then she just got nothing me, for so long. It's so interesting because people kept telling me they were like, she just needs one more scene, and I've heard that about Sam Elliott too, which is hilarious yeah, yeah. to me. Like, how much more does the guy need? Yeah, yeah. He's about, so great about in that 60 movie. Sixty years of career. Yeah. So, um, but I was surprised. I mean, she definitely wasn't a lock. It, it's a testament to the ground game, is what I say. I mean, they, she and Jalitza Aparicio. Come on, you say it. You do it. <laughs> I have a cold. Come on, <laughs> Jalitza Aparicio. Uh, they were everywhere uh, throughout yeah. the whole. And circuit. by the way, I mean, slaying like, it on the red carpet. Yeah, and not yeah. not just this the week of voting, although that was key. They were everywhere the week of voting, so it helps when you're an unknown to get in front of people and talk to people and. You said it before about Marina. Like she's probably going to be a big star be in this country now. Yep. Like she's awesome too. She's like the coolest. She person. is, and she's got legit creds. Mm-hmm. Legit as in stage. Sorry, that's what we <laughs> we in the biz. The biz called the B way. Legit. First thing that stops me as I go down to Sam Rockwell. I you know after he got the BAFTA nomination, yep. I was like mm, that might happen. Actually, the um, love for Vice was growing, and that's when I got very worried about Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, and I know a lot of people thought Sam Elliott was on the bubble. I. I've thought from the beginning that Sam Elliott will win the whole thing. It feels so, that way now to yeah. me because I kind of feel like you, know, you look at this ballot, Mahershala Ali, Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Sam Rockwell, Vice. You know, Richard E. Grant as well. But I feel like you look at Sam Elliott and you're like, oh, his name's on the ballot finally. I'm checking that name. You said something a couple months ago when I originally thought – I thought that Sam would pull a J.K. Simmons and just sort of sweep everything mm-hmm. and ride a very easy path. And then he missed out on the Golden Globe, which again you know, means yeah. nothing but you know, per- perception. And All it is is a missed out PR opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And I said like – I said, you know, I think he rides this and just, and just sweeps. And you made a comment about like I feel that's like what the people want to see. Mm-hmm. And I do think, like, when people go to vote on that ballot and they see Sam Elliott's name, it's like, who doesn't want to hear I mean, that speech? And it stirs something. You're like, oh, yeah. man, Sam Elliott. Unless you have some passion for – and Mahershala Ali great. has fans, yeah. but he won an Oscar two Adam years Driver ago. Is freaking fantastic. Richard E. Grant yeah. is fantastic. But none of them have that – what is it, 60 years in the business, 50 years in the business? <laughs> I do think Grant is someone to watch for. Oh, I get sure. this Rylance vibe yeah. out of that. Like, yep, like, that's a good like, comparison. Like, when you look at this, these supporting categories – a lot of times it boils down to mm-hmm. most acting, and this takes nothing away from Richard's performance, but it is the larger-than-life portrayal out of all of these. The rest of these are kind of low-key supporting players in, in a lot of ways. Like, Mahershala has a couple big moments, but, you know, Adam Driver, kind of there. Yeah. I mean, great, but Fantas- there. Like, actually, if I was going to call, like, a crazy out-of-left-field pick, I wouldn't underestimate Adam Driver. Yeah? Well, yeah. people love the movie, obviously. They love the movie, and they love him, and they think of him as a real actor's actor. Yeah. But then again, that goes for everyone in that category. It's an interesting category. Supporting actress. Thank God Regina King got in for If Beale Street Could Talk. The fact that it was even a possibility that she might not. I, I, I mean, it's very I do. real. I mean, it was like with the SAG miss, a lot of that SAG could be because the screeners came late and this people need their screeners for some they reason. They really – I mean like I, I talked to so many SAG voters who, you know, they, they fully intended to go out and see it and they just didn't make it. And I get yeah. that it's easier because – they went out with the Vice screeners too, and Vice obviously mm-hmm. still did well. Yeah, true. But it might have done even better. But there people, was a bigger want to see around yes, that movie. People too. went out to see the Q and A's yeah. with the Vice cast and crew. Yeah, Vice, another movie that got a lot of love today. Yeah, eight, yeah. eight nominations, I think. Maybe you and I a both lot. really like that movie, but I there love are it. a yeah. lot of critics who don't. But with Regina, that's an example of how the Globes can help you. Sure, because she won. She had this great speech. 
you know, where she had this kind of call to arms regarding uh, what was a fifty-fifty parody, right? Yeah. It was her thing, and so you know, that's in the in the middle of voting. Oscar ballots are out, and this big speech out. You know, a lot of people might say that. That's how Merrill finally squeezed in for Florence Foster Jenkins a few years ago because she had that big that's rousing right. Golden, Golden Globe speech. So that's how the Globes can help you is the, the – uh, Glenn Close might have won it on Globes Night. I think she yeah, she catapulted yeah. to front runner. I mean, with, that was with a hell an of a speech. speech. And, it was, and it would have not have been that speech if she had been obvious too. Yes, she was surprised, right. and that was why she it was, was such shocked. a great speech. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't really, I really don't think she prepared anything, which I think led to like a really honest moment. Yeah. Even though there have been people who've been, you know, saying all along, who wins the supporting actress category? You don't think it's Regina King? I don't know. I mean, I think Amy Adams Maybe. is going to win SAG. Yeah. Which is this weekend, and then I don't know. I mean, Amy Adams is so overdue. Great performance in a movie they obviously like. I still think it's... how cool would it be if Marina won? I, uh, you know, that occurred to me. Like in like in it's a, a uh, Marsha Gay Harden and Pollock yeah. kind of way, just like out of nowhere. And it's kind of like I could I could see some votes kind of pooling around her there. I totally get it. But I still I think it's Regina at this point, don't you? I don't know. Yeah. Again, that that's that's sad. I don't know who's winning best actor. I mean I think Rami Malik is is probably slightly in the lead, but mm-hmm. Christian Bale, like, you know, do you think tons of the respect for snub him. for Bradley Cooper in directing helps him in the acting category or in the best it picture category? Could. I mean it, it it could help him in the acting category. I mean I, I think that's the best performance of the category. I really do. I think it's a stunning un, frankly underrated performance. But he has uh, – he spent a lot of time campaigning for director. Yeah. And I know we don't like to use the term snub because it implies that someone should be in there other than the other five. I think it was active in this he case. I mean the, the directors, the directors have done this before, with, whether it's Ron Howard with Apollo 13, Barbara Streisand with Viental, Ben Affleck. If you're an actor turned director, sometimes they just kind of put you in your place a little bit. Yep. And, but then at other times they just they accept you on your first time out, like Kevin Costner in Redford. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's not an exact science. Yeah. <laughs> but I do yeah, think... I mean it's like it's it's kind of like what do you give to the guy who has everything? There's a little bit of that syndrome yeah. maybe going on with Bradley. I don't know. We had him on the show. I think listeners, if you listen to that episode, I mean he's a I think he's a great filmmaker. I think of he, he's got he it nailed. Yes. He he spoke very well about everything uh, he wanted to put into this movie, and it's a shame. I mean, he's got two DGA nominations. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, for because they've got the first time feature yeah. category I as do well. I think he should have been part of that lineup. And even though we sort of predicted this or were concerned that it could happen, yeah. it's still shocking to me. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, but you called uh, Cold War. Uh, the director, Pavel yes. Pavlikovsky. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that branch loves that movie. Yeah. Like, and then the BAFTA nomination happened, and I was like, here it comes. Um, you also called Willem Dafoe. I did. And lead actor, yeah. Everybody who was predicting Ethan Hawke, I get why, but that critical love was never, had never translated to anything else. It's also the difference else. between a May release and a December release. I it mean, is. The, Dafoe was on talk shows and stuff. All this is happening. Yeah. Just as ballots are going out. And, his first lead actor nom, And too. it's his first lead yeah. actor nom. There's I mean, probably a, a lot of there's probably a lot of goodwill left over from last year too on that from I Florida was, Project. Yeah. So I was still sticking with John David Washington because of the mm-hmm. SAG nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, shame he didn't make the cut, but I can't argue with Willem Dafoe. Those were the seven names though too. Like that's how concise that category got at the end. It, really? was, it was just those seven people, like Ethan, like the four we all had, and then Willem, Ethan, and John David, JD. <laughs> 
Um, supporting actress and actor, we did lead actress uh, Glenn Close, front runner probably. I, I do feel like Olivia Coleman. Oh, is. definitely. Coleman poor Olivia. Col- I shouldn't say poor Olivia Coleman. She's probably <laughs> going to win an Emmy this year and <laughs> yeah. might win an Oscar. She has not been able to be on the circuit because of shooting for the Crown. Yeah, and. She is just so charming and wonderful, Mm -hmm. and I think she could, you know, if she's able to get some time off and come out here and do some events, could really, you know, help her case. Yeah. she's. uh, I think she's not going to be here for SAG. I heard there was a possibility she might not. Yeah. Yeah. So what that's happens a part if she of, That's a part of the equation, too. I mean, it's like yeah. that FaceTime element. It, oh, it's especially in a race this tight. And I can't imagine what the people behind the crown are thinking because it only helps them. Yeah. It's like, no, please take a week off. Yeah. Go win an Oscar and then come back. <laughs> Maybe they don't need it. They, you know, Netflix has 20 Zillindy viewers. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> speaking of Netflix. Oh, co- yeah. A couple of surprising nominations for the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. How great was that? Yeah. That was a really cool. You and I both were I hoping for the movie. song. Uh, the song, yeah, yes. I love the song. And the screenplay is the interesting story about the screenplay. Yeah, this is weird. It competed for original in, in Writers Guild, was submitted as original. I've wondered about this. They tell me, like, you're the only person that ever flagged this. It was one of the, the six installments of this anthology movie was based on a Jack London story, which was really? the... Uh, yeah, it was the... Uh, Tom, Tom Waits one. That makes sense. And then the gal who got rattled, the big long Zoe Kazan story, was inspired by another story. So I was just like, does that make it adapted or what? And it was original this whole time. And then as ballots went out, the Academy's writers branch switched it to adapted, presumably based on this. And it's kind of like Siriana a few years yeah. ago had the same thing happen. Um, that's so interesting. Do you think that it was a strategic switch or just? No, no, no. It's yeah. it's the branch it was the overriding branch. Okay. the placement, saying no. This is there. There's adap- There's adapted works within this screenplay, so we're going to call it an adapted screenplay. What do you make of the editing nominations? Because we know that you know history says best picture has to line up with at least an editing nom, and Roma and Stars Born were looked over in editing. Which... I don't understand these film editing nominations. I don't understand either. I'm so happy for Hank Corwin for Vice. I, I expected. I guess I expected Black Klansman, Bohemian, and Vice, so maybe I shouldn't say I don't understand these, but I don't understand, like, snubbing Jay Cassidy, you know, one of, one of the beloved editors, and Star is Born is wonderfully edited. I do not understand snubbing First Man, which is like, been right there the whole season. Uh, Green Book, don't exactly recall the editing in that one, but that's kind of part of it with editors, <laughs> you know, if you can see it. Maybe it's not Maybe so good. Maybe that's, yeah. The favorite isn't a huge surprise. I think that was a BAFTA nominee. But, the, yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess none of these are huge surprises, but what's left out is a surprise. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we need more cat- more nominees in these categories going forward or something. But that would tell you that the best picture race is likely. Black Klansman. Black Klansman. It's the only movie to get, what, DGA, SAG Ensemble. PGA. It's the it's like the stats king yeah. at the moment. Yeah, wow. it's got PGA, DGA, SAG Ensemble, WGA, Best Film and Best Director from BAFTA, Best Film, Best Editing, Best Director at the Oscar. I mean, it's the one. Like, and yet it's won nothing significant up till now. Maybe that's what you want. Uh, that, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. I mean, you do not want to be but the But you know that runner. I've been saying for a while that, like, I think it could win. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... And, but but I have, people burst into applause when this one screens it's and a it's, great movie. Spike is overdue. 
there's there's so many factors working in its favor. And again, I'm so curious to see what happens with SAG Ensemble this weekend because yeah. I really don't know what is going to happen. You know, it'd be yeah, nice. Know. You know, I'm thinking Bohemian. You know, um, so many people. I don't know if it was just this one day, but like four different people in a row just mentioned on Facebook that they were going with Bohemian for Ensemble. And I feel like it's between that and actually Black Panther. Really? You don't think Star is Born? You know, you nominate three people from the cast. You love that cast. Also, But the, that was also, you're talking about mid-November to mid-December. True. You know what I mean? Like, things, things change, change really they do. quickly. They and, do. Um, again, Black Klansmen, because they might not, you know, give it to Adam Driver or John David Washington. If Black Klansmen wins the second ensemble award, it's winning Best Picture. Really? I'll say, I, th- I think that, yeah. Because that's like, whoa. Um. Speaking of Black Panther, seven nominations. I was kind of thinking it was going to like be a little bit of a bloodbath below the line. Like I had it for picture, but then yeah. just like two other nominations. Like I thought it was going to fall off, but it got seven. I was starting to get worried, and again, you know, I'm I think overlooking Ryan Coogler at DGA and at the Academy is a real bummer. Here's here's my controversial uh, take. I guess my uh-huh. hot take. Your hot take. Give us your hot take for the year. Uh, I think. All the stars deserves it over shallow hardcore. Oh, that's a great song. It is. It's an awesome song. It's a great song. It it, it like works for the movie. Here, I just wanna. But oh, you're gonna put it on your wait. Should I battle you with no, shallow, no, 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 no. which Here is my ringtone? Oh my god. So your son definitely has. That's my has son. Who's a, a big. Uh, a big All the Stars fan. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, your wife just texted you, probably to yeah. say, Stop don't playing use our, our kid son on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, podcast. babe. No, it's a great song, but um, I don't know, and I, I can't get a read on these noms. What, it's going to, Shallow's going to win that. I mean, they're going to give Lady, Lady Gaga that Oscar. Are you sure? Because now I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're going to look at it and say, oh, we'll give it the song it's prize. It's a great song. Shallow? It's a great song. It's a great yeah. song. They could have come up with some more lyrics in there, though, instead of sha-la-la-la-la-la. That's, that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at on that. Have you karaoke'd it and seen when they write it out? Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la. No, but I've been meaning to, actually, because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great duet karaoke opportunity. It has replaced the one that I want as the number one duet. What else? Ballad of Buster Scruggs here for costume design, which is cool. So great. Um Mary Zofres, she was a La La Land costume designer and the Dumb and Dumber costume designer. Isn't that funny? As well. Look at that range. <laughs> um, animated. I had this deep, deep yeah. fear that Spider-Verse I was going to get too. shut I was out. I so scared. Because they have screwed over Lord and Miller so many times. And I actually thought that they, they skipped it. Because, as I've mentioned, I have a cold and I wasn't <laughs> doing alphabetical very well. Yeah. And they, like, when they named a couple films that, like, were not as mm-hmm. big... I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Just like I had a terrible feeling they would uh, not nominate Won't You Be My Neighbor. That was big. What is the deal with the doc branch? I've always heard that they have that like was a big. very specific way of nominating. I don't know what – honestly, that's a question for our colleague Steve Pond who is obsessed with those kinds of things. But I, I feel like when something like that happens, it's, it feels like it's one of a couple of things. A – People don't think it needs their vote, so they don't vote for it. They go, they put their support behind something else. Oh, it's definitely going to get nominated. I'm not going to vote for it. Uh, or it's definitely going to win if it's nominated. I'm not going to vote for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like there, there's there's different logics at play. I don't know how that happened personally. And look, I'm, I love Mr. Rogers. I did not think this was an exceptional documentary. I thought it was pretty great. 
I mean, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty. Just because of the material. Standard. Yeah. I mean, just 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 the filmmaking and the. It doesn't break any I'm new not, ground. I'm not. But, I'm not yeah. dumping on it. I'm just saying it didn't like. If anything made you feel something in this movie, I think it was less the filmmaking than it was the subject. But here it is without a nomination, which is very surprising. Um, the, the documentary branch has a history of not wanting to nominate the most popular or awarded True. film that year. Yeah, Jane. I mean, there's an infamous the yeah. Hoop Dreams. Yeah, the Hoop big Dreams one. going all the I way mean, back, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess we've gone through it all, basically. Uh, foreign film, you know, I, I think I got that five for five. You never – it's like that's opened up a little bit more now to more voters, so you never really can tell Have you seen how that will shake away? out. No, and you know I what? Need to if see the I movie. knew Caleb Deschanel was the DP on that movie, I might have been like, "Hey, watch out for this movie." I just haven't gotten to the movie yet. I don't know a lot about it. Sorry. And that was a surprise cinematography nominee. But then I was like, "Oh, Caleb Deschanel, yeah, yeah. It's well, the right I stuff, didn't man." Know it was the, uh, the filmmaker bomb. behind the Lives of Others. Oh yeah, which is yeah. a great movie, which you know beat Hans Labyrinth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a foreign film that year, and kind of a surprise win, and and. Yeah, I mean, he also did The Tourist, but um, I haven't really heard of him since then. This this has to be uh, – where did the foreign nominees go? I think this has to be one of the first times. There's probably other times. I don't know. Somebody will correct me. But, yeah, three movies in the foreign film race have multiple nominations this year. Oh, you're You know, Roma, right. Cold War, and Never – Never what? Never Look Away. Never Look yes. Away, yeah. I almost said Never Let Me Go. <laughs> Very different movie. Yes, yes. Or maybe not. We haven't seen it, so we <laughs> exactly. don't know. It could be exactly the same. That's going to be the first one I watch tonight. Uh, you know, so uh, congrats to Caleb. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, uh, speaking of animated feature, do we think Spider-Man can win? God, I hope so. I would have loved to have seen it get a screenplay nom. Across the board, nom. man. Sound it was, was great in that a movie, great too. movie, Yeah. I'm going to say Incredibles 2 is going to pull that out and oh, break oh, everyone's heart. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, and I love I love Incredibles 2. I, I we had Brad on the show. I just think Spider-Man is, like, beyond. It's, like, next level. It's so good. And, uh, but alas. There's, I'm out of metaphors. A, it's just so good. There's a lot of <laughs> Disney people in the Academy. Yeah. So. Uh, something that uh, I noticed that got nominated in the Best Live Action Short Film was Detainment. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a hot button subject. And I moment. tweeted about it, and um, some people got very angry at me. They seemed to think that I was endorsing this movie, oh, really? which I have not seen. Yeah, let me explain that to people. There was so basically, there's the James Bulger case. If you don't know about it, I don't know. Don't look it up. It's it's a horrific it's uh, murder of a two year old. Obviously, that screws me up lately. Uh, from 1992 or one or three, uh, By you know, early 90s. By these two 10-year-old boys in in Liverpool, and um, a movie was made about the detainment and questioning of the two boys using the transcripts and everything, short film, called Detainment. Uh, The filmmakers never approached or reached out to the parents of Mm -hmm. uh, James Bulger, which for me... I mean, somebody, some, some could say, oh, do they have a responsibility to, to reach out to who they're making a movie about? I think so with this one. I mean, this one's pretty severe, and I think, yeah, you send up a flare and say, I'm making this Let movie. Let them know it's happening, yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and their issue with the movie is that the way the movie is kind of – have you seen it? I have not. The way, the not. way it's laid it out – It could be brilliant, but I just can't. It's so matter-of-fact in, in such a way that it feels like it's lending sympathy to them. Mm-hmm. It's not overt, 
And the filmmaker would argue, well, if you're if you're feeling sympathy toward them, that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just too raw, man. And I think yeah. I think you send up that flair, and you and so so this is this is basically a little mini controversy, I think, waiting to bubble up because they're very vocal, the parents, and uh, they they will they will have something to say about this. So keep an eye on that, I guess. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have made the film, but I do think the least they could have done was let absolutely the know it was happening. Absolutely, and you know. What do you have to lose other than someone's going to scream at you that you shouldn't be making the movie? And right. you know, if you if you feel strongly about your movie, make your movie. But I, I do think that in that case, he should have said something to them. So, um, what's winning best picture? Pick one. Right. I don't know. I guess I kind of think Roma. I mean, the fact that the actors branch voted two of the actors in. You know, when it. Uh, SAG didn't recognize it. I feel like the love's got to be real. I can't ignore Green Book One PGA, and that no matter how much people try to take it down, it just keeps there. The hate only makes it stronger. <laughs> I, have, I had that thing in my head from Independence Day when they they nuke the alien spaceship, and they're like, "Do you have do you have confirmation?" And the guy's like, "Negative. Target remains." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've had in my head all week about people well, trying to take Green Book down. People trying to take Green Book down. People trying to take Bohemian Rhapsody down. And at the end of the day, even if you're making some very good points, people genuinely love those movies. Yeah. Genuinely. They do. And I don't think, you know, they like being told, you shouldn't like this. Yeah. I think Roma. You think so? I, that's what I'm feeling now. Um, you know, maybe Star is Born. I guess my opinion hasn't changed. I think it's still down to Roma, Star is Born, and Black Klansman. But I think Roma definitely has the advantage after today. I'm just thinking in terms of passion and the, yeah. the ballot. The passion is clearly there. I feel if like Peter the passion Peter Farrelly had gotten a director nomination, yeah. I might have thought more towards Green Book, but... I think it's Roma, Black Klansman, or Green Book, but I think it's Roma. I really? think. I mean, it's strong, man. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly strong. It's not going to be the favorite. I mean, that's a little more divisive of a movie, I think. You mean the movie The Favorite or yeah. Roma's not going to be the favorite? <laughs> the movie The yes. Favorite. It's not going to be the, the favorite, <laughs> which has completely screwed up the way I write that word. I know. And my, my spell forward. check, that and Leah Schreiber have messed up my spell <laughs> checks so much. We'll see what happens. We've got the SAG Awards this weekend, DGA Awards after that. But, I, you know... Hopefully, listeners, you got something out of this. <laughs> this is basically Janelle and I just downloading our brains on this morning's announcement. So, so that he can go write a column about so it. So I can go write a column now that I have all my talking points in order. <laughs> but uh, congrats to everybody that got a nomination, obviously. Uh, a special congrats to the guests of this show who got a nomination. Um, I wish Ryan Coogler was there with you. But he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. We'll see so, him soon. Thanks for coming on the show, Janelle. Of course.